Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, welcome back, everybody. Well, we're going to have to do a quick edit on the fly. Uh, it is 133 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. George LaRock um, had to uh, move a flight. Uh, he joins us uh, for contract equipment every Monday here in Oilers Now. Uh, contract equipment is Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. I uh, want to mention that contract equipment will bring you our free agent frenzy Saturday from uh, 10 until noon. Uh, myself, Cam Moon, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, all the usual suspects will be a part of the show. You're doing, uh, what's the football schedule looking like this week? They play Friday out in uh, Ottawa. So we've got coverage starting at 4, kickoff at 5.30. Yes. Uh, well, uh, let's, uh, let's do this. Should we open up the River Career Resort and Casino Hotline? I don't know if we'll get any calls right now. 780-496-0063. What do you think? Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno traded to the Chicago Blackhawks by the Boston Bruins uh, for a couple pending RFAs, Alex Regula and uh, Ian Mitchell. By the way, Ian Mitchell uh, played uh, for Monty, Jim Montgomery, uh, at Denver University when Denver won a national championship. You could also text us on the actually fine floors text line 780-496-0063 get the new floors you always wanted Ashley fine floors 143rd street 111th avenue monday to saturday at this stage um and by the way, we should mention that Uncle Milt from Brent Ridge Ford says advertising with Oilers now works. The phone's been ringing, but they're still in need of quality used vehicles, and they're prepared to pay top dollar for trade-ins or outright purchases. Remember, there's a reason Brent Ridge Ford is a 12-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. If you want fair treatment during every aspect of your vehicle purchase and ownership, call Johnny Rich, Uncle Milt, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. All right, Brendan, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we can open. We've got lots of text to come in, so I'm going to provide a scenario because the two players basically make the same kind of money. Taylor Hall's got two years left at six million dollars. Konechny has two years left at five point five million dollars. Philadelphia is uh, now. There are some people that do not believe that Konechny is going to get traded out of Philly. That they might hold on to him uh, for a while. The play for the Oilers is an in-season trade closer to the deadline, where the other organization eats a strong percentage of the salary. Those are the sort of like if you take a look at the Ryan Johansson deal that happened over the weekend to the Colorado Avalanche. I think that was a relatively low-risk deal. Can I tell you another reason why Chris McFarland did that deal? The term. There's only two years left in the actual term. Right. Uh, by the way, the River Creek Resort Casino hotline number is seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Normally, we put a tweet out with it as well, saying we got. But 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 just circling back here, 
Do you think it's possible Chicago ends up flipping Hall at some point? Entirely. Whether it's, you know, because of a lack of fit there or because he doesn't want to be there in the first place, I do think there's that possibility. Though, I mean, there's some merit in, in saying that Connor Bedard's going to walk in with as NHL-ready skill set, we believe, as we've seen probably since McDavid. So we'd better have at least somebody there that he can skate with. Uh, Matt S. has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, if Taylor Hall ends up on a line with Connor Bedard, I'll be taking him in fantasy hockey. Well, it's funny because he kind of played second slash third line. Now, this is what L.A. did with Fiala, too. They had Kevin Fiala, Brendan, on their third line and created mismatches against third pairings. And Taylor Hall did play a fair amount. Like, Taylor Hall's, he's always driven numbers five on five. Nugent Hopkins has been an infinitely better player in the power play. That's been a given. But Hall has got dramatically better numbers five on five. And it is interesting. Like, I wonder what is the cost to get a Konechny or to get a Hall? If you're the Chicago Blackhawks, do you have Hall on the team for the first 50? We don't even know if ta- how happened. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe maybe Boston tipped off Taylor and said, hey, look, we've got this opportunity. Maybe they haven't had any conversation. I don't know. I just know that we talked... Um, to, to Randy, Randy Kilburn and Shea Gannam are both Boston Bruins fans, and I thought one of Hall or DeBrusque was going to end up in play. And you know what? They both might end up in play when it's all said and done. Hall's been traded today to Chicago. Jake DeBrusque has got a year left at $4 million. He's a UFA at the end of the season. The Edmonton Oilers can't... Did you hear what Ken Holland said during that interview? They can't take on a 4 or $5 million player right now. They can take on a 4 or $5 million player next year. When the cap goes up and they've got some expiring money off the books. Now, eventually, they're going to have to play Bouchard as well. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Probert's Fist has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And Probert's Fist says, Bob, I heard a whisper or two about some smoke around EK65 to the Oilers. And the players want it to happen. Could be interesting. You know what? I think that Evan Bouchard's playoff performance and adding Matthias Ekholm, the combination of those two, I think drops the probability um, on getting uh, Eric Carlson. There there was a report this week that Eric Carlson... I'm getting former GMs in the league text to me right now. Wow. About this. Uh, yeah, anyhow. Uh, yeah, I think that the, I, I think, I, I think EK65 is a total long shot to Edmonton. Just at the, I, I, no other way to say it. Just heard Ken Holland. So there's no way to add a four or five million dollar player at this time. Hey, Bob, I'm on the fence about Nick Bukestead. He seemed out of place most of last year. If he's not staying for less of the same as last year, let him walk. We need some young guys coming up to take the jobs. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Blake and Airdrie, he's saying the same thing. Would the Oilers ever uh, circle back on Eric's Carlson? I don't think so. Bob, trade Yamamoto, Nugent, Nurse for picks. That one comes to us from Gordo. Why would anybody want to trade Nooch? Makes five point one two five million dollars, and Nurse has got to. Uh, he's got a you know, he's got a pricey ticket, but he's still a legit top four D man. He's never going to be able to live up to the money because he doesn't play on the Oilers power play. We're going to go to Alex on line number one. We normally don't take calls this late into the show. Hello, Alex. How you doing? I'm doing really good, Bob. How are you? Good. Well, I'm looking forward to the draft and seeing that the owners are, I, I mean, I know everyone's thinking it's going to be quiet, 
Um, anyway, you're asking about home, maybe coming back to Well, Florida. I mean, I, what I'm saying is I think there's a possibility that the Edmonton Oilers could get creative at the deadline with a similar type of deal that they did with Eckholm. Okay, yeah. and and so would you want Konechny or would you want Hall? Has the Hall ship officially sailed for good, or conversely, would you prefer having a guy at Konechny? Konechny's five point five million times two years. Hall is uh, six point zero times two. Give me your thoughts. Can I ask you one thing? You know, I don't know his stats last year. What what is this thing of stats that is helpful last year as well? For who? Hall. Oh, uh, he was less than a point per game. Like, like Konechny had a 30-goal season last year. So yep. let's see here. I'll pull it up right now for you. For some reason, I thought Hall had about 45 points in about 55 games, but I could be wrong. Um, again, it's 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 been a we- he's had a weird he's had a strange career he really has when you look at it. Uh, Hall had geez I didn't realize uh, he had 16 goals 36 points in 61 games last season plus 11. Uh, the year before in Boston the first of the four year deal he had 20 goals and 61 points plus 11 in 81 games. Uh, he did uh, had five goals and eight points in seven playoff games for Boston so he performed well in the playoffs for Boston. Mm-hmm. Hall's got 29 points and 39 uh, career games in the playoffs. He's got 12 points in his last 14 uh, playoff games. He has had the one MVP season, which looks like a statistical outlier. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven 20-goal seasons, and he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons of uh, 50 or more points in his NHL career. Now, Konechny had a very good season last year. He had a 30-goal season, and I don't think it's the first time. Uh, Hall's only actually broken 30 goals once in his NHL career. That was the MVP year in New Jersey. I'm just pulling up. For some reason, I thought Konechny's had two 30-goal years. Uh, last year, Konechny had 31. No, this it was his first 30-goal season. So, Konechny had 31 goals and 61 points, 77 penalty minutes in 60 games. So, he had a point per game for the Flyers. It was his, six, uh, his second 60-plus uh, point season. Uh, Konechny's the right wing, Hall's the left wing. Now, the Oilers do have it should be noted, if they play McDavid and Drysaddle at center and they play Nugent Hopkins in the top six, that means RNH is a left wing and so is Evander Kane. Uh, they have Hyman on the right side. So you can make a strong argument that positionally the need they have is a right wing, not a left wing. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, Konecti is uh, a little bit less salary. I mean, I know one thing, Chandler Hulk, <laughs> what a story that would be. I mean, the press would just go nuts. You know that, but hey, Bob? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's a toss-up. I think I'd steer towards connecting. Yeah. All right. There we go. Thanks for the call. Take care. 144 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Sean Z texts the show to say, Bob, don't forget Ken Holland's a shrewd businessman. Don't focus on what he is saying, but rather what he's not saying. If he says at this point there's no way to add a 4 or $5 million player, that's okay. What he's not saying is they may have a few potential trades in the work, and he'll do whatever is necessary to make the team better and a win. My point is nobody ever saw the Matthias Ekholm trade come. Well, we talked about, uh, Brendan, I do think we did talk a fair amount about Ekholm. It was basically three defensemen. It was Eric Carlson, it was Matthias Ekholm, and it was Jacob Chikrin. Okay? And I think we can agree for the purpose, like, I totally understood the perspective that a lot of people thought the Oilers needed to give up multiple assets to go get Jacob Chikrin. The problem with Jacob Chikrin is he hasn't stayed healthy. Carlson? 
I think it's interesting with Mike Greer. He's a first-time general manager. This is an important trade for San Jose. I believe the Sharks' max that they wanted to retain was 20%. It was hard to argue with the impact. Fair enough to say in what Ekholm provided the Edmonton Oilers this year? Yeah. Uh, for, for a player to have been sort of not telegraphed to come to Edmonton, but he, he was identified not just this year, but I can recall in years past as somebody as a target for this team. And, and what he's meant not only on the ice to Evan Bouchard's play, his own play elevated as he uh, you know started to grow into himself here in the final weeks of the season and now you see him in the community as a real ambassador too so if that's not a five run home run via trade I, I don't know what is should mention uh Pro-Am Sports does our Friday Fun Trivia, and they announced that they're doing a private signing with Matthias Ekholm here in town as well. All right, uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063, and this text comes in saying, Bob, is this now Blackhawks now? You're a Hall fanboy uh, on 630 Chit. Come on, man. I'd rather, he, and the texter says, <laughs> I'd rather have Eberle uh, back before Taylor Hall. You know who had a good year in Seattle this year? Jordan Eberle had a real good year in Seattle. He had a great year in Seattle. I mean, he had 20 goals, 63 points in 82 games, was plus six, and he had six goals and 11 points in 14 playoff games. So, uh, I mean, if you're taking a look at it, and again, he is a right wing, and, and frankly, Hyman shoots right. Like, we're sort of assuming that Edmonton might be getting a guy like Connor Brown on a one-year deal, who, of course, played with Connor McDavid in Erie, had Connor on the show, had Connor McDavid and, and Ken Holland on the show. It's been a good show today. Um, Jordan Everly is an interesting player, but I, I look at sort of where the Seattle Kraken are at. Like, I think they see themselves as a competitor against the Edmonton Oilers next season. Jordan Everly is a UFA at the end of this year. If for some reason Seattle regresses, all day I would look at Everly. But remember Ken Holland's track record. He, you know, he he, he doesn't like trading number ones in deals for expiring contracts. He'll move a number two. You know, Brendan, the orders have a number two. Again, what I would do is I would trade the number two this year, see if I can get a number two in like a four next year for it. Okay. And then I would use that number two as draft capital next year to use to deploy to go get some more help at the deadline. Build up a little bit of uh, cap space during the course of the season and then see if we can make that happen. The texter makes a valid point about Everly being a guy you might want to target because he's got a year left. Do you like Connecty more at 5.5 or Everly more at 5? Uh, what's the number there? Uh, he is at 5.5 as well. Which one do you like more? Connecting's got more bite. Everybody's got a lot of skill. I want bite. I, I'm I'm looking for bites, and don't be too quick to forget why Jordan Eberle ended up being sort of exiled out of town, and that was the playoff performance in which there wasn't bite. I, I, I yeah, I, I think that was a little you know saying that like Pichirelli. <sighs> The trade was one for one. That was a hard, controversial trade. Well, guess what? Adam Larson was the better player the first year. Taylor Hall won the league MVP the second year. Adam Larson lasted longer in Edmonton despite going through a brutal personal tragedy than Taylor Hall ultimately did with the New Jersey Devils. 
I'm 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 kind of flat. It's it's crazy when you think about the fact that back in 2010, Hall was uh, you know the number one overall pick. He's on a six NHL team. Now some people will tell you that's because other teams want you. Uh, we're gonna take a timeout. It's 148 in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. All right, uh, it's 150 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. And we will tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Get their new boneless wings, 8 for $13.95 or 16 for $25.95. You can visit royalpizza.ca. More texts coming in at uh, 151 here in Oilers now. Bob Taylor Hall is moving from the penthouse to the outhouse. Chicago finishes in the bottom five again this season. I think Brendan and myself both think that he might get flipped again to a potential uh, playoff uh, team that's looking for an impactful player. Um, this uh, texter, Alejandro, says, Bob, back in 2016-17, Everlay didn't perform in that playoffs, but he was a huge part on getting us there. It's a valid point. And you know what? Sometimes you got to give people more than one tough playoffs. Ryan Nugent Hopkins only had four assists his first playoff year. We have fans. It's funny, you know, I put a tweet out on Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Brendan, this past week, and a lot of it was negative literal coming off a 100-point seal. Oh, he only scored one goal in the playoffs. And he tell you he needed to be better than he was in the playoffs. But that happens sometimes. Like, Nuge, the last two years, is almost at a point per game in the playoffs. People say, well, he's on one of the best power play. And there's a degree of truth to that. But sometimes you don't want to over... Grant Fear, Hall of Fame netminder, had a tough first season in between the pipes in the playoffs against the LA Kings. Stuart Skinner would be the first to tell you. Has to be better in the playoffs. And the Oilers are going to be a playoff team next year. Has to be better carrying forward. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Uh, Alex from Shorts Park says, Bob, Taylor Hall has now been on the team with the most recent first overall pick in 2010-11. Well, he was the pick of 2010. 2011, RNH, 2012, Yakupov, 2015, uh, Connor McDavid, 2017 and 2019. So the two guys from New Jersey, including, uh, obviously, uh, Jack Hughes, and 2023 from Alex and Sherwood Park. Why am I forgetting? Oh, Nico Heischer was number one in 2017. Smitty, Texas, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob and Brendan, that was a massively premature trade uh, with Everly because of the playoffs. You know who else struggled early in his career? Pavel Datsuk. <laughs> That's right, he did. Against the Oilers in 2006. All right, Brendan, let's get to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. Guess what? This was on a Saturday. It was not a Friday night and Saturday draft. It was on a Saturday. And the Edmonton Eskimos had won the Grey Cup in 03. And uh, uh, they had their season opener game that day as well. And I remember it because uh, we had a celebration of life for uh, Tom McCaskill, my uh, my wife's father. So on this date in 2004, go for it. What happened? Yeah, this, we'll make sure. This is double-barreled, of course, because there's another pretty important day in Oilers history. But we'll go back to 2004 when the Oilers selected Kamloops Blazers goaltender Devin Dubnik, 14th overall. London Knights forward shootout guru Rob Shrimp, 25th overall in the draft with the pick that they acquired from Philadelphia in the Mike Comrie trade. Dubnik played five seasons for the Oilers from 2010 to 2014. Shrimp suited up for just seven games in orange and blue. Uh, what happened on the state back in 2015? Uh... 
Connor McDavid joined the franchise, didn't he? He did. He went number one, and all he's done since then uh, is lead the NHL in points since coming in the league, 2015. Uh, number one in points per game, uh, number one in power play points, number one in even strength goals, and number one in game-winning goals. I know. Here's where the haters go, hey, you guys want to sell the cup. Yeah, it's called a team, okay? You need more than just one or two players. And again, the Oilers, the last year and a half, they've got the second best record in the NHL over the last year and a half. And I expect them to be a top six team. They're eighth since Ken Holland took over. Combined record, eighth in the league. Uh, and remember, Holland took over a 25th place uh, team. Reed Wilkins has inside sports night. What's he got shaking? You will hear from Jed Roberts, double E football alumni, as well as uh, Sam Cosentino talking about the NHL draft. Uh, and then you get an episode of the Elks this week at 7.30. Morley Scott hosting that one. Okay, guests on tomorrow's show will include the uh, following. And, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Here we go. We are going to have Brock Otten on uh, from McKean's Hockey on tomorrow's show, as well as Daily Faceoffs, Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta, live thoroughbred racing at Strength Three Mile Racetrack and Casino Friday and Saturday. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Special thanks to our, uh, Brennan. You had a good day booking the show. Special thanks to... Connor McDavid and Ken Holland and John Shannon. He went three for three today. And I booked George <laughs> or something like that. We uh, A special thanks to all the guys that joined us and to all of you for listening to the show. And uh, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. And then Ted Henley, uh, live from Calgary from 3 to 6. So long, everybody. Back at you tomorrow at noon.